What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're kicking off 2017 with Joseph Bonner. Joseph is the executive producer and host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Joseph Bonner Show, which focuses on weekly motivation, inspiration, and guidance, specifically in the areas of mental health, personal development, and professional progress. On top of that, Joseph is also a motivational speaker, runs a PR firm, and is the owner of Legend Men's Magazine. Welcome, Joseph. How are you today? I'm great. Happy Monday, man. <laughs> Happy Monday. It is great. Well, the episode's airing on Tuesday, but we are recording it on a Monday. Great way to kick off the week. Joseph, an honor to have you on the show. So excited Aww. for you to kick <laughs> off our 2017 season and to have you share your story with our listeners. So I only touched a little bit on the intro because I really want our guests to share their story. So Joseph, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and share your extraordinary journey with them. Bro, that is such a huge question. Um, let me see. Let me see. How do I start off? Well, I'm 5'7", Hazel, and no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see, man. I don't I don't even know where to start, bro. Um, I, currently right now I'm you know I do what you do I'm I host a, a inspirational show on iHeartRadio um, designed to touch on mental health and and um, so the psychology behind decisions and you know life and goals and things of that nature um, in addition to that I publish a um, international fashion uh, magazine men's magazine actually um, so doing doing that, having a good time with that, and I also do public relations. So I have a PR firm. I'm based in San Diego, California. So I'm pretty busy. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, Joseph, how did you get into all of that? How did you get into talk radio? I mean, you've got a fantastic show which we have on the write up, which I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to tune into. And, uh, you know, how did you start the magazine? I mean, was this something that you envisioned, you know, all along, you know, when you were young, or is this something that, you know, came to you along the way? What was, what was sort of the, the journey for you? I'm going to tell you what, you know, I was um, teaching an after school program in San Diego and I was working at my desk one day. And, um, you know, for me, like I've always, I, I never really plan on doing any of the stuff I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah. But I was sitting at my desk one day and I was just kind of like, man, I could be doing more. Mm. I don't know what, but something more. And it, randomly, I had one of my students, um, he was working on some, like on, a, on an art piece. And then he brings up the art piece to me and he's like, here, here, Mr. Bonner, this is for you. And I look at it and it says, dream big. Mm. So I look at him, I'm like, hey, bro, um, you know, what does this mean? I mean, thank you for it. I appreciate it. What does this mean? And then he looks at me and says, whatever you want it to mean. Wow. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, who is this good? Like, he's like, little kid, I'm going to be teaching you. And he's <laughs> oh my he's like, inspiring me, right? How old, how old was this kid? I can't, he had to be like 11 years old. Wow. I mean, and to have that kind of insight and, and wisdom like that, I mean, how, I mean, that's mind blowing. Man, I love that little dude, man. Oh my goodness. So, um, you know, I really thought I hung that picture up on my on my desk for I mean, on my wall near my desk for like months just mm. thinking about like, hmm, you know, I could be doing more, you know. And so I I I was really good at throwing events for the company that I was with and you know, you know, getting media attention and publicity for the events and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? Hmm, I wonder if I can do this my own. 
Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I jumped into PR. So I just kind of started my company of PR. I mean, I had a, a educational company prior to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I said, I'm going to jump into PR and, and see where this goes. So that's, that's kind of how I jumped into PR. And I think from once PR, then that just kind of naturally led for me, you know, starting my magazine. And then from there, I jumped into the radio thing. And it's just all really starting from the bottom and just kind of figuring my way through it. I didn't have anybody telling me yeah. this is how you do it or this is what you should do. I just figured it out. That's awesome. Know? Well, talk a little bit about the magazine because I think that is so interesting. You started up this magazine. Talk a little bit about what the goals are with it and what was that process like? I mean, you know, starting your own magazine, not having worked in in that field, I'm guessing, beforehand. And and talk a little know. bit, share with our little uh, listeners, like, what was that like? Well, it was insane. And um... <laughs> <laughs> and then and the name of the magazine, it's Legend Magazine. Actually, it was Legend Magazine. We've um, we rebranded it for, to be to fit um, a more um, targeted demographic. So now it's Legend Men's Magazine. Oh, we focus awesome. more yeah. on men's fashion, men's health, and we still do women features and things of that nature. But I start so I started that out, um, you know, after getting into PR, and I was like. I'm going to do this. I didn't, I just jumped into this dude. I didn't even think about what I was doing. <laughs> I love Seriously. It. I love it. And then as soon as I jumped into it, I was like, okay, now I committed to this. I have people who are expecting this magazine, people who I plan to interview who are expecting this to come out. So now I don't have a choice. I have to put out a magazine, whether it's good or bad or ugly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I have to figure this out. So I did. So I, I swear it took me about three months, which people say it's not a lot of time, but it's Three months was a long time for me. Right. It took me three months to actually put together my first issue. Mm. Um, and when I put it together, I had some pretty good interviews in it, but my, but the magazine was horrible. If, I mean, if I, I'm like, oh my god, that was it was it was atrocious. But for me, when I first put it out, I was like, yay! Yeah, of course. <laughs> because the important thing was to get it out there, right, Joseph? I mean, that's that's one of the themes that we really try to impart on moving forward listeners is. You know, don't get caught up on, you know, getting it perfect. Get it out there. And I love, I love that you just did it. I love that you just went out there and did it. And that just, I mean, what was, what was that feeling like seeing that first issue out there? It was, it was, it was, it was a good and bad. It was good because I was glad it was out. And then it was like, oh man, I have so much work to do. And I'm like <laughs> way in over my head if I don't put together the right team. So then after I kind of did that, I figured. I figured, man. I'm gonna need. A, I'm gonna need some extra support. So I have. I have some friends who work in branding and media, yeah. and who have their own PR firm. So they kind of gave. So they sat down with me, gave me some really good insight and tips on how to just kind of brand my magazine. And um, in about three months, I mean, we were up to a fully functioning, you know, digital magazine. Wow. Digital only That's digital awesome. and. We were, I think by the, by, by month three that we were out, by month three or month four, we were already reaching out to teams of the Taylor Swift and Oprah Winfrey and, and securing them for features in the magazine, oh working with gosh. their teams Fantastic! In, in three months. And now, yeah, I was, I was surprised. Yeah, that's great. And, and share with our listeners, you have such a fantastic radio show. I was just listening to the episode this morning that you did on Hurricane Matthew, and uh, it, it's such an inspirational show. Share with our listeners who may not be familiar yet, who will be by the end of this episode, a little bit about the show and what your goal with, with it is. You know, um, when I first started the show, honestly, bro, like, um, or when I first started playing around with podcasting, I was 
um, actually that happened by accident too. Um, I had about a year you had ago. Some great I, accidents, I have to say. These are all accidents. <laughs> I kid you not, bro. These are all accidents. <laughs> so about 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 maybe about a couple of years ago, I had somebody reach out to me and they're like, "Hey, I want to interview you on my um my podcast or whatever." Do 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 do. And I can't remember why he wanted to interview me. I think he wanted to interview me for like something related to business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, cool, man." So I was super excited, right? Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get interviewed." And then like he never followed through. Oh, you're kidding. Me. So I was like bummed. I was like, "Oh man, he never followed through." And then I'm like. What am I doing? Why am I bummed out? Do your own podcast. Oh, I love it. Die. <laughs> so I just jumped on and I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. So I started podcasting again. First 30 episodes were atrocious. But as I kept going, I kept getting, you know, and I still feel like I'm still growing and getting better and better and better. I'm, I don't feel like I'm where I want to be. Um, so that's kind of, I'm with you, bro. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's an incredible experience, but it's a constant learning curve and, and I'm with you. It's just, it's part of that journey, right? You start out, you put it out there. It's not exactly the way you want it, but you know, Hey, I want to get better at this. And, and that's the whole point. Absolutely. And dude, you have a great radio voice, by the way. So do you, man. <laughs> I'm like, John, like, you sound like two. I hope I sound as good as you when I'm on my show. I don't know. Oh, you do, man. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, the important thing is it, your show is you. And that's the thing I love about it. It's your personality. And I think that's what audiences have connected to. That's what they resonate with. Yeah, I, I think you're right, bro. Absolutely, man. Um, so for me, like jumping into um, this particular show that I've done with the Joseph Bonner show, it started off as the Joseph Bonner morning show, where I um, wanted to create a platform where I would be able to just kind of support and encourage the the younger audience, mm-hmm. the millennial generation, just yeah. they're going through so much. And for me, I just felt like this is a way I could give back to the community. I mean, I I mean, I would I produced the whole thing. I, I fit the cost for everything, and I was like, like I'm not really expecting money back from that. This is just something I want to give. Yeah. And so, kind of as I kept going on and on and on doing the show, I kind of kept tweaking and adjusting um, my target audience. Um, and then it is, it, you know, we. we I guess it gave birth to what it is today, you know, uh, a show that focuses on psychology and mental health. And, you know, after I got certified and, you know, I'm already been working in the mental health field for ages anyways. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just kind of what it is today. So that that's the show is really designed to inspire everyone. Yeah. Um, but touching on topics that maybe everybody doesn't touch on mm-hmm. just that, um, you know, like, you know, abuse and, right. uh, uh you know, dealing with struggling with finances and how do you bounce back from like, you know, setbacks, you know, things of that nature and just finding a way to just have that dialogue with, with my listeners and being able to provide them with reliable and comforting guidance. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it is so needed, especially in this day and age, there's so much cynicism out there and, and to have something that can be positive, that brings to light important issues that don't always have a forum on mainstream media. I think it is, I mean, you are absolutely crushing it. And I think it is such important work that you're doing. Oh, dude, thanks, bro. I appreciate that, man. Well, speaking of setbacks, you know, that's that's part of life's journey. And uh, I know that y- you must have gone through some as well. I mean, you know, for the work that you're doing and for connecting with people who have gone through setbacks. And one of the things that we like to share on Moving Forward are difficult times that people have had on this journey. So I was wondering if you could share with our listeners a time where you, you felt like you had a big setback, where things just completely fell apart. 
Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, there was that time in my life and um, where, you know, I was kind of in the, I guess, the process of transitioning and kind of figuring out who I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. As a professional and just kind of circumstances all kind of happened at one time where I, you know, I, I, you know, I broke up with a longtime girlfriend that I'd been with for, Mm -hmm. for a while. And that was a pretty emotionally devastating, you know, blow for me. At that same time, I had a serious reversal of financial setbacks from my first business that I had, um, which is more educational based. Um, And so I ended up losing my car, losing my home, Mm. you know, everything all at the same time. And so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I felt like a complete failure. And I felt like, I, comp- I felt like completely giving up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, boy, that's rough. And Joseph, that leads perfectly into my next question. I mean, from that experience, you know, we, we've many of us have gone through life and we've experienced those highs and those lows. And it sounds like you had a really, really big rock bottom moment. So when did the light bulb go off that, you know what, I'm going to turn this around or I'm going to align my purpose so that I can pivot, I can change course. I love I love that word pivot. It yeah. reminds it's such a powerful <laughs> word, isn't it? It is. You know, it's funny because you say pivot because it reminds me of that Friends episode where Ross was. They were in the stairwell and Ross was like, "Pivot, pivot." Now all your listeners are going to go look that episode. Yes, up this I, I hope they do. You know, we'll we'll, we'll post it. We'll post it on the write up. So everyone, and maybe there's a clip on YouTube. We can uh, we can post it on there as yes. well. Tons of clips, but you're right, bro. Like it definitely was. Um, for me, it was. I see. Even throughout all that, I was still doing a lot of volunteer work in the community, and yeah. I and I honestly can say that's what saved me. Oh, that's great. I was still out there in the community. You well, know, Joseph, actually, I've, I've got to ask you because so many people have the mindset. Well, I'm going through hard times. So I'm good. And one of the things that a lot of people do is they'll cut back on their volunteering or their giving or their charitable work. But I love what you're sharing with Moving Forward listeners that you kept with it. In fact, can you share with our listeners why you did and and how that was a source of strength for you? Yes. I mean, not only did I I keep at it, I actually did more of it. And and, and the reason why for for me, it was like I, I teach I teach in the community the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I give a lot. And it's just all volunteer work. I was teaching refugees from the country of uh, Burma who had moved to the United States. They you know, they pretty much have nothing. Yeah. These people came to this state with absolutely nothing. And so here I'm going to their houses when I'm going through my trial. And I'm seeing that here they have absolutely nothing, but they're so humble. They're so like peaceable. They're so loving. And they welcome me into their house like family. Mm. And it's like just really teaching me how to live, you know, a simple life, you know, and that you don't need a lot to be happy. Yeah. And for me, giving my time with those families, you know, into the late hours of the night for me was so comforting because, you know, from there I got friendship, I got love, I got the lesson of humility that I desperately yearned for and needed. And then like, like there's, there's that saying, there's more happiness in giving than receiving. Absolutely. Uh, and, yeah. and I, that's that's where I thought had complete joy out there. Actually, when I wasn't in my volunteer work, and I kind of got back to reality of where my situation was and how to figure this out, that's when I wasn't so happy. But when I went back into the community, started volunteering more of my time, I was like, "Yay, this yeah. is my happy 
place. <laughs> That's awesome. And Joseph, talk a little bit about that shift. You know, you know, it sounds like that was the the time for when the mindset really kicked in. You know, just getting in touch with your spiritual background, giving back to the community, and and you know, talk about the climb out of that rock bottom moment. Yeah, you know, for me, I think it was you know realizing that I can stay here and complain about things not going my way yeah. or I can take the lessons learned and climb out, you know, climb myself out of this. And so the way I was able to do that is like, man, like, okay, I'm, I have, I have a great resume, but you know, when I, when you're putting in like that, when you're sending out thousands, thousands of resumes and you're getting no response yet having all the qualifications, it gets a little frustrating. So I'm like, wait a minute, this, this, I can't stay in this situation. I'm not going to allow people not responding to my resume to dictate if I, you know, make a living or if I, you know, w- accomplish my goals. So that's when I started to create my own source of income, my own stream of income. And, you know, and just like I say, learn from the ground up. I said, okay, I'm not going to wait for somebody to give me an opportunity or to, 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 to bless me with something. I'm going to go out there and make something happen. I love it. And, that's kind of what my mindset was, and that's 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 how I've gotten to where I am today. And moving forward, listeners, I mean, this is what the show is all about. I mean, are you putting your future in someone else's hands, or are you going to do as Joseph did? You know, learn from the ground up. You know, make make your circumstances change, pivot. And Joseph, you did that in such a big way. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. Oh, oh, thanks for asking, bro. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, Joseph, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Um, no, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Everyone is always a little bit hesitant about the knowledge per session. This is actually one of the funnest parts of the show. I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoy going, you know, asking these questions. These are basically three short questions and, you know, they involve a resource, a favorite piece of technology, and I'm going to add to this a life hack. So we're changing it up a little bit that can benefit our listeners so they can pivot and move forward. So starting off with question one, do you have a favorite media resource? And it can be a book, movie, or song. And I also add to this cultural experience. Is there one that inspired you to move forward? Yeah. Oh, man. I I don't know if you guys know him. He's a New York best-selling author named Homer Hickam, mm-hmm. and um, they made a um, Comcast um, NBC, well, which is which owns NBC. <laughs> it's hard to tell these days, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah, but I love NBC. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> my future, my my future employer, absolutely. Um, but absolutely. they made they made a movie um, called October Sky, which was pretty much featured his life and the book the book. Um, yeah, I guess the what's the book called? Um, the Rocket Boys. Okay. Anyways, it's about this this coal miner who ends up um, the coal miner's son, whose son ends up becoming, you know, uh, an engineer when all his hope was was to become just another coal miner. Mm. I mean, the movie's phenomenal. The book is the book is fantastic um, from what I've read of it, and that story really inspired me to just think outside the box and know that you're if you put put together or put i guess you could say put one foot in front of the other to reach your goals then anything's possible yeah, yeah I, I, absolutely amazing movie fantastic I recommend recommendation cobra skies we'll have that on the write-up and joseph recommend if you have one do you have a favorite app website or technology resource that has been a real game changer for you mm. 
Uh, and you know oh, we've had I, listeners say everything from their online calendar to a piece of paper. So you know this is this is your time to share. What is your best uh, tool that you use to keep organized? Well, I think a good tool to use, honestly, especially if you're in the media world and you're and you have to be online a lot and you have to produce content, is Grammarly.com. Oh wow, yeah, it's a, it's a lifesaver. I I love it. It's like a best friend. It's like my share it with our best listeners friend. a little bit about what it does and 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 how you make the best use out of it. Oh well, Grammarly.com is really cool. Like it, it's like a grammar slash um, syntax, you know sentence structure i mean it, it checks everything in your in your document from an email to an article um you can even change settings so that they so that the system knows exactly what kind of um article you're trying to write and then it can kind of you know give you um proper corrections when you make various errors in your writing so it's it's just a phenomenal tool so we use it a lot for our magazine um you know we we take every every article that we do we we send it through that checker in addition to putting other eyes on it to make sure that we when we put out the product it's 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 its best so yeah awesome thank you for sharing that one that sounds like a really good one i'll definitely have to check that out and joseph we're going to move on to the life hack so how do you recharge your batteries or reboot whenever you feel like you're up against the wall where you hit a roadblock mm, i love lucy yeah i kid you not i, kid you not. I I grew up now, nah, even though this show aired in the 50s, I grew up as a kid watching I Love Lucy um, in the mornings. So for me, like to, it, today, it's still one of the most hilarious oh, it's, it's sitcoms great. in my life. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I'm like super stressed, <laughs> I'm like, I, don't, I can't do anything anymore. I will hop on YouTube and I will find me some episodes of I Love Lucy and I will just oh, great. chill out with my pizza. And, my, and I'm super old school and I'm like, I'm just like completely an odd person, but that's what I, that's what I do to de-stress. I love Lucy. All yeah. Do you have a favorite episode that you can share with our listeners? The one that always comes to mind is that famous scene where she's walking in, uh, working in that uh, chocolate assembly line and she's just, they're all coming at once and she's like stuffing them in her face and in her clothes and stuff. Yes. Actually, the, my favorite episode actually was when she was dressed up. I think she was dressed up as a, um, a Japanese dancer and I can't remember what <laughs> it was. And, it was in, and she was trying to like spy on her husband because he had went to this place without her. Uh-huh. And, you know, so she's all, you know, so the Japanese dancers comes out and Lucy comes out trying, trying to copy their dance. <laughs> and then the, the most hilarious part is when the Japanese people start speaking in Japanese and then Lucy's looking like, oh my God, what do I say? <laughs> and then she just says the most ridiculous thing ever. And I always like roll on the floor laughing. Oh, it's that's hilarious. great. You know, just, she was definitely one of a kind. And, and, you know, I, I, I have a, an affiliation with, with, uh, with Star Trek. And actually, I don't know if you know this, but it was because of Lucy's studio, Desilu Studios, that actually Star Trek actually came into existence. If it wasn't for I Love Lucy, there probably wouldn't have been a Star Trek. So she has had a, a huge impact in the entertainment world. Hmm. Okay, I did not know that at all. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit of trivia there. Right? So, yeah, so yeah. Trekkies all over the world have to give homage to, to Lucy because uh, she was really responsible for the birth of the original series in the 60s. So. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm, wow. More, <laughs> you know, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, Joseph, for sharing those knowledge bursts. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. 
These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Joseph, we're going to do a little time travel. Speaking of sci-fi and Star Trek and stuff like that, so I'd like you to kind of look at yourself maybe five to ten years ago. Let's say we step into a time machine. You go back in time a couple of years to maybe a moment where you had to make a big decision or maybe when you hit that rock bottom moment. And if you could talk to your past self going through that difficult time, what is one lesson, tip, or piece of advice that you would give your past self that you wish you had known back then that you know now? Hmm. I would say even when you lose everything, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You're going to be okay. The sun's going to shine again. And you're going to be able to use your story to help others. If I wish I would have gone into the situation knowing that 10 years ago, that'd have been awesome. Yeah, that's great. Really fantastic advice. And Joseph, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all of the great work that you're doing? Man, I mean, I'm, I'm super down to earth and I'm super easily accessible. So, I mean, you can connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, I mean, wherever, I mean, wherever you want to connect and, you know, just reach out and, I'm usually never too busy to say what's up. So. Awesome. And we'll have all of that on the write-up. And I, I'm going to encourage you moving forward, listeners, start off 2017 right. Make a connection with Joseph. Take a look at all of the fantastic work he's doing. Get inspired to pivot and move forward. And I'd like to close, Joseph. This is a brand new question that I'm just trying out. And uh, and I'm, I'm so excited that uh, I'm you're the first person I'm asking this. But using Uh-oh. no more than... <laughs> no, this one will be a good one. Hey, come on. You had fun with the knowledge verse session. I- I did, I did, I did. <laughs> but this one I think is always, it's a little bit challenging. I, you know, I wanted to kind of close the show with, with the guests. I mean, last year I closed the show using, you know, sort of my my thoughts on the show, but I really want you to close out the show. So using just no more than maybe two or three words, what parting wisdom would you pass on to Moving Forward listeners? Oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> no more than two or three words. Oh my! I feel like I'm Yoda here. I think it's like so. <laughs> the force is with and, and, you. No, and again, this is an experiment. We'll see how far this. this one goes, I'm, I'm afraid that you know. We'll see if everyone starts using the same two or three words. I may have to relax the rules. But since you're the first one in the hot seat, I figured I'd give it a try. I'll be like, I'll be like, um, success must give up never. <laughs> you know what? I love that. You know what? We'll stick with it. We'll break the rule. Success must give up never. Moving forward, listeners, I think that is the perfect way to end the show. Just be persistent. I love it. Absolutely love it. There you go. Well, Joseph, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today, to kick off our new year, to inspire our listeners so they can pivot and move forward. Man, it was, a, it was an honor, man. You're you're an awesome interviewer. Like I said, great radio voice. I hope, like I said, I sound just as good as you uh, when man, I do no, my you were You were no, awesome no. as well. I, I absolutely loved having you on the show. And we'll definitely have to have you back, Joseph. 
We got to get you on my show, brother. Uh, yeah, I would love it. Would absolutely love it. Anytime, man. Yeah, man we got, got your email, so I, I'll just have my team reach out to you, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this on the other end. Let's do it. I absolutely love it. All Thank right, you, now. Joseph. And being <laughs> on well, listen. Have a great week. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hey, man, you too, bro. Moving forward, listeners, once again, check out Joseph's amazing story and his knowledge bursts at bemovingforward.com. And remember, you can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Start off 2017 right. Start pivoting and moving forward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.